So we're going to move into our five-minute slots now. We have three five-minute talks this evening. Our first is from Matt Clements, who's talking about empowering your business with APIs. Uh, Matt is a web developer slash wizard, apparently, from Milton Keynes, who loves APIs, heavy development work, uh, his little boy wife, and mince pies. Who doesn't love a mince pie? So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Clements. Hi guys, um, I'm talking about possibly one of the most boring subjects for some of you tonight, um, empowering your business with APIs. Um, so I'm working on a project at the moment where I'm involved quite heavily with APIs in a rather strange environment. Um, I'm going to shout out at the end about some job opportunities, um, which will kind of explain that a little bit further. Um, but I'm working in an offline environment, um, so APIs kind of have had to be everything we do. Um, Tonight I'm going to talk a bit more about kind of a business uh, logic. Can I just have a show of hands if anybody's ever written an API or been part of something writing an API? It's pretty good going, actually. Um, I was expecting kind of half that number of hands. Um, one thing that kind of gets um, misused is, is the term API, which is obviously your application program interface. Um, but really what it's about doing is allowing others to use your data um, for your own purposes. So some of the big guys obviously have got APIs. Um, there is roughly 10,000 public APIs available and about four times that number um, estimated of private um, or authorised um, APIs. But why should you as a company or a developer even think of using an API? Um, it's not something that most people would think of doing. Um, it's not something that's used a great deal, but why would you think of using an API and building an API? One of those is uh, an increase in sales. Uh, on a project I've worked on recently where we've developed a number of APIs, um, sales have been pretty good going um, based upon an API that we wrote. The kind of concept was we could only drive so much web traffic through marketing routes to the actual website themselves. But what we did at the time was we created an API um, that drove a lot of traffic um, through a white-label product. So what we did is we gave other sites the ability to sell this company's products. Um, that gave a huge kind of number of uh, data coming through. It gave a huge number of sales coming through um, from a white-label product. People thought they were buying from a completely different website, and suddenly it was shipped to the door all through an API. Brand awareness, this kind of fits side by side with an increase in sales. Um, although, as a white label product, you don't really get your own brand involved there. By the time it arrives on somebody's doorstep uh, or other communication goes out via email, they know that it actually it's somebody behind the scenes that's doing that, that's fulfilling the order, that's delivering it to your house. Um, and that kind of brings in a huge brand awareness. Um, some of the big guys have done it, obviously. Everybody uses different Twitter clients on their iPhone, on their Mac, on their PC, and so on. Um, the brand is still Twitter that's known there. Brand still drives through even though you're not going on Twitter's app necessarily or Twitter's website from your phone and uh, your PC. Your increased innovation. Um, another kind of few APIs that I've written before um, in a team, we can't think of everything. We kind of can push an idea out there as developers when you're developing a site. You can think of the, the thing that you've been tasked up to do or the thing that the clients come to you to ask you to do. The one thing you can't think of is other things that can be used. Um, we've seen kind of spin-off projects 
um, concepts of, if you think about Twitter's API, yes, you've got Twitter's API being used for other clients, but you've also got it for a whole spin-off of other ideas that send tweets, that communicate with members, that do a kind of a whole host of things, which wasn't really what Twitter originally set out for that API to be used for. But that spin-off has kind of increased the innovation and so on from there. Partnerships. Kind of with your innovation, you get those partnerships. You get business partners that come on board that develop something that sits side by side with your product. Um, I'm working on something that we are linking with another API. Um, really nice partnership come on board there. They're using our product and we're using their product side by side. Uh, works really nicely. And customer satisfaction, which is kind of the end result. Um, obviously, your customers, you might not be able to do um, everything best yourself. By kind of pushing that through an API, by developing an API and having people push it through, you can develop the one bit that you're really good at, which is kind of if you're, say, fulfilling orders, dispatching things, you can do that yourself. You get that customer satisfaction where people are kind of driving through you, they like the bit that you do, and they might not be buying from you directly, they might be buying from somebody else, but you're kind of providing the satisfaction of the bit that you're doing. So thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to quickly do a shout out. Um, if there's any kind of iOS, Android developers in the room, um, which is going to be most people, um, Python developers, or anybody that knows kind of a host of information about DRM, um, come and give me a shout towards the end. I've got some pretty nice opportunities going at the moment for a client that I'm working with. Um, so yeah, come and find me uh, or drop me an email or find me on Twitter. Cheers.